Welcome to HRI's Next in Health podcast. I'm Jenny Colapitro, PwC's Vice Chair for Health Industries, working across pharmaceuticals, medtech, payers, and providers. And I'm Igor Belakronitsky, a principal with PwC Strategy End. I work with leading health systems and health payers on their strategies and operating models. And today, Jenny and I are excited to have Aparna Kumar with us, who is a returning guest. Last time, she joined us to talk about physician shortages and what health organizations could do to solve this issue at the international level. So we encourage you to go back and listen to that episode. But today, Aparna is here to talk about philanthropy and how it's important to a number of health organizations in achieving their missions. So welcome back, Aparna. Thanks for having me. It's great to be back. Fantastic. So philanthropy is an important issue for a number of health organizations that depend on the philanthropic dollars to advance their missions, whether that is clinical, research, or teaching. And the philanthropy leaders have always been innovative in how they think about, for example, engaging with the donors, thinking through things like customer relationship management long before the rest of the organization has caught up on that front. And the other important thing, of course, is the space in the field of philanthropy is changing in terms of the objectives, the metrics, and who the donors themselves are. And so that is the reason we were excited to have Aparna with us today. So Aparna, perhaps to start with, could you just paint for us the current landscape of the philanthropy space in healthcare? Sure, happy to. Philanthropy is often overlooked as a revenue stream for healthcare organizations. Even though philanthropic sources of revenue have always played a part in operations, growth, strategic transformation of organizations, over the past few decades, philanthropy has really matured into a major source of revenue. And in organizations whose leaders foster a culture of philanthropy and harness its benefits, those organizations usually see just an increasing dominance of philanthropy when it comes to conversations both internally and externally. The perception of philanthropy is also evolving, where it used to be considered charity, and now it's being considered more of an investment. And this makes sense if we really think about it. The Association for Healthcare Philanthropy published that, on average, philanthropic dollars generate a 4x ROI, and they have an increasing impact on the organization's bond ratings and the ability to generate capital. There's also an increased acknowledgement in the healthcare industry in particular of the ability of philanthropy to impact the brand and the image of organizations and position initiatives in a way that generates public interest, it influences perception, and enables communication to the community at large around initiatives that directly impact the organization's reputation, volumes, bottom line, etc. And nationally, just to give everyone a sense of scale, philanthropy is close to a $500 billion industry. It's a very large part of the national landscape of social impact investing, as well as just generally driving a lot of policy conversations as well. Wow. Thank you for that background, Aparna. It's interesting to think about it as part of an investment and how it's shaping and impacting companies, brands, and images. Let's talk about strategic partnerships within this space. And given the overall move towards health ecosystems, are you seeing more partnerships in fundraising and philanthropy? 
Do you see providers partnering more with the community, other providers, or even for-profit companies to get more outreach? Yes, absolutely. The very nature of a successful business of philanthropy would promote a strategic partnership. So if we look at it from an internal standpoint, the role of the philanthropic function or the advancement function is to partner with the CEO's agenda and help make strategic initiatives a reality from a funding and from a communications perspective. It's at its core a business development function, and it brings external partners to the table and aligns them with the organization's strategic priorities. With the increased visibility that philanthropic campaigns have, there is an incredible scale that can be achieved through strategic partnerships driven under the philanthropic umbrella. And we increasingly find that development officers within organizations want and have a seat at the leadership table in mature organizations to plug into the pressures and strategies being discussed and to find ways of communicating it to external stakeholders, in this case, individual or corporate donors, to partner through the philanthropic agenda. If we look at it from an external standpoint, there are a number of public philanthropic events driven by partnerships between the healthcare organizations and the corporate sector, for example. So certainly there are examples galore. There's marathons, color runs, branding campaigns and the like. A particular example comes to mind. A noticeable one is the Pink Ribbon Campaign for Breast Cancer, which a number of corporate entities have partnered to promote. I even went on a work trip on a pink airplane a few years ago. And that was a very interesting trip, but it's very visible in the public sphere. And that's the advantage of going down the philanthropic route of generating interest towards particular strategic initiatives. That's great. Parna, one of the topics that inevitably comes up on every episode is the role of technology in whatever trend we happen to be discussing. And it seems like technology here is relevant through two angles, at least. One is some of the new methods of fundraising that are digital in nature. And another is just in terms of who the donors are. You know, I'm in the Bay Area here and it's full of newly minted tech millionaires and billionaires setting up foundations and pursuing good causes. And they expect everyone they deal with to also show some level of technological savvy and be data oriented. So curious to hear your views on the role of data and technology in sort of this next generation of philanthropic endeavors? Yeah. And Igor, that's a really relevant question. I remember reading an article once that characterized philanthropy as something that moves like a bear in hibernation. And while it has immense potential yet to be harnessed, the truth of the matter is that donor cultivation still takes time from an organizational perspective. And that still remains true. The events of the last 20 months should be mentioned here because it kind of puts into context why some of the operational changes have taken place in the way that philanthropy as a function works and the undeniable convenience and reach and skill that technology provides. And it influences the way philanthropy interacts with its constituents. There's also a significant shift in the donor base, as you mentioned. It's going towards a generation that's more tech savvy, cares more about social impact of their financial contributions. And some mature philanthropy shops have embraced technology. They do gamification of fundraising events, uh, use of social media to target and connect and cultivate donors, etc. 
And when we think about modern philanthropy or next-gen philanthropy, it's as much about broad reach to individual donors like you and me, as much as it is about the targeted cultivation of the legacy wealthy donors that have traditionally given large funds to organizations. And a lot of this is being driven by technology-centric givers, such as the ones that you mentioned in the Bay Area, who care about the social impact of their dollars and they demand accountability and transparency from organizations. So it's a confluence of a lot of factors. And from a philanthropy function perspective, an immense amount of research actually goes into planning for and launching a philanthropic campaign. Donors are segmented, their giving preferences are polled, including how they want to be engaged, what they would be willing to give towards, what kind of stewardship they would expect from the organization. And all of this is conducive to the use of technology from artificial intelligence to data mining. And it is being used, tech is being used to drive accuracy, efficiency, and provide scale to this process. That's great, Aparna. And you mentioned artificial intelligence and data mining. It sounds like there's a lot of data and insights that goes into these donation campaigns. And I'm sure there's tons of useful information in there, not just for philanthropic endeavors, but for the overall company strategy as well. Do you have any advice for executives looking to utilize this data for the overall company strategy? Absolutely. And we briefly touched on this before, but the development officers are really key to the kind of visibility that we're talking about here. Philanthropy is this hybrid function. It sits at the nexus of marketing, communication, strategic planning, and then finance and operation. But at its core, it's an engine that impacts sustainability or growth within the organization. And on a macro level, it has the ability to drive policy and legislation. There's a lot of power in it if used in an intentional way. And there's a lot of social capital to be leveraged by tapping into the philanthropic agenda and connecting the organization and its partners directly with the community. So I think that's a strategic area where executives can potentially really lean into and utilize the philanthropic function. Parna, since you bring up the community engagement point, I wanted to connect this conversation back to several discussions we've had over the past few weeks on the ESG agenda, the environmental, social, and governance considerations for health organizations and the choices they can make about what to prioritize, how to measure, and how to report their ESG work. And it seems like the ESG circle and the philanthropy circle are at least in some sort of a Venn diagram where they overlap. So what are your thoughts on linking the philanthropic agenda to the ESG agenda and priorities and information? The challenge with ESG is especially in the S part of it, the social part of it, and to drive consensus on how to make it truly meaningful and how to define it, how to report it, how to measure it. And the metrics around social impact are often debated, especially when it comes to the ESG agenda of corporate healthcare organizations. Social impact investing is often conflated with philanthropy. And while they are similar vehicles of investment and social change, philanthropy in particular can be useful to engage directly with the community and fund initiatives without the pressure of generating ROI. And I think that's the key difference between the two. 
when we think about ESG and the types of initiatives that healthcare organizations would be interested in, those that drive towards health equity and access, research and development, improving the global supply chain for healthcare services, products, public health infrastructure projects, they're all in the realm of programs that would provide a compelling business case for philanthropy within the ESG agenda. Speed and impact are both metrics that are hard to define, monitor, and similarly remain the most valuable to report, especially for corporate giving. And it has been emphasized. Corporate giving has emphasized these metrics on both a local as well as a global scale as relates to ESG. Still some ways to go there, but there's definitely a strong role for philanthropy to play. Aparna, one last question. If you're an executive at one of these companies, what are a few key things to look for related to philanthropy in the future? You know, largely that there's a strong, very compelling business case for philanthropy within the healthcare organization. It's often overlooked as a revenue stream treated as either a minor or a deprioritized revenue stream. And that's really a missed opportunity, both on an organizational level as well as a social level. So if I were to sum it all up, I would say there is a tremendous amount of untapped, unharnessed potential within the philanthropic realm to drive organizational success and social change. Well, thank you. It's been fascinating to just hear how the provider philanthropy and fundraising has evolved. As you mentioned, digitization, democratization to truly being that engine that impacts sustainability and social impact. And to your point, it's an opportunity to really elevate the importance of it. Thanks, Aparna, for coming on the podcast. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. That's right. It sounds like the hibernating bear of philanthropy is waking up and she's hungry for data. For more on these topics and other health industry insights driven by policy, innovation, and care delivery changes, please visit our website at pwc.com forward slash HRI. Until next time, this has been Next in Health. This podcast is brought to you by PwC All Rights Reserved. PwC refers to the U.S. member firm or one of its subsidiaries or affiliates and may sometimes refer to the PwC network. Each member firm is a separate legal entity. Please see www.pwc.com structure for further details. This podcast is for general information purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for consultation with professional advisors.